The following podcast was made possible by the sponsorship of Teresa Leong Lee and by Catholic Digital Resources, where you can find downloadable faith formation resources and evangelization tools. Visit Catholic Digital Resources at CatholicDR.com to build your own faith and the faith of others. That's CatholicDR.com. Good News Ministries of GNM.org presents Footsteps to Heaven. Life's a journey full of challenges. Sometimes we get stalled. Sometimes we get sidetracked. When we walk with Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit to the destination that God the Father designed for us, the results are better than we could ask for or imagine. And now, here is your host, Terry Modica. Who's missing? from your Christmas table this year. Probably you have someone in your life because this is very prevalent in today's world. Someone who is away from the church, maybe it's an adult child of yours who you raised in the faith, but they've they've stopped believing or they've stopped believing that they need to go to church and they formed their own kind of sort of religion in their own thinking, or maybe they've left the church for the occult or other, other things of the world. You know, there is so much in today's world, you know, there is so much in today's world that is pulling people away from Christ. We're living in very dark times, very demonic times. I hear from a lot of people, prayer requests, for loved ones, usually children, sometimes spouses, sometimes other people, who are in darkness. And I have people like that in my own family. It's very prevalent. And we're concerned, aren't we, about their salvation? Because you know what? If they have turned away from Christ, they're in mortal sin. They're in danger of going to hell. If they are someone who has been raised to know that the Eucharist is truly Jesus, but they've stopped going to church, they're in mortal sin. They're rejecting Jesus. But I'm not here to worry you, because God is a God of mercy. I'm here to give you hope, and I'm here to pray with you. In this podcast, we are going to do some prayers together Prayers, which you can also download from my website. And I'll tell you in the show notes for this podcast. And later on in the podcast, I will tell you how to find these prayers so that you can download them and pray them as often as you feel led, even every day. Because Jesus, as I said, is a God of mercy. This does not mean that he will overlook rejection. It does not mean he will overlook our sins. What it means is, is that he is constantly providing a way out of darkness. In his mercy, he never stops rescuing people and continuing to try to rescue those who are not yet open to being rescued. Let me read to you what Jesus says about this in scripture. This is from Matthew 18, verses 12 through 14. What is your opinion, Jesus says, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go in search of the stray? And if he finds it, amen, I say to you, he rejoices more over it 
than over the 99 that did not stray. And, you know, when our loved ones finally turn their hearts back to Christ, or to Christ for the first time, perhaps, we will rejoice with Jesus, right? You know, and this is something we can look forward to. And the next verse explains why, why we can have strong hope, confident hope in this. This is verse 14. In just the same way, it is not the will of your heavenly Father that one of these little ones be lost. It is not God's will for anyone that you pray for to be lost. Your prayers will make a difference. Your prayers that, that come from your heart of love, which is probably a broken heart, broken in great sadness over these people who will not be at your Christmas table this year because they've rejected the family, or they may be with you on Christmas, but their hearts are far from the true meaning of Christmas, and your heart is broken over this, as it should be, we need to realize that this suffering of our broken heart is in itself a powerful prayer. It is not something to anesthetize ourselves against. This is where your prayer power comes from because it is your heart united to the sacred heart of Jesus longing for that loved one's salvation, longing for that loved one's repentance, longing for that loved one's reconciliation with you, with the Lord, longing for that loved one to come alive, fully alive in the faith. And we are coming to a day when your prayers will be answered. Because nothing that Jesus prays for goes unanswered. And Jesus is praying with you. In your pain, your suffering over this loved one's, uh, this loved one's condition of, of his soul or her soul, is united to the passion of Jesus. When he died for them, he suffered tortures for them. The scourging was for them. He was born for them. He came and giving up the, the, the wonderfulness of heaven. I mean, he didn't give it up, but he left it to come into our earthly existence where there's so much evil and so much suffering and so much uh, humanness. Jesus sacrificed a lot to become a man, to become one of us. And in that passion, that deep, deep, profound love that he has for your loved ones, there is where his mercy is. And there is where you are united. If you feel pain and suffering for those loved ones, you are united to the pain and suffering of Jesus. So there is great power in that. Keep that in mind as we pray the prayers that we are going to pray together later in this podcast. Let me share a story with you about how I've learned more about this myself. I have someone in my family whom I deeply care about, but who has left the faith and in so doing has left the family because he doesn't want to be around those 
who, well, let me put it this way, his the demons that have entered into his life, because you know what, when anybody leaves a faith, it is the pull of the devil that makes it happen. The devil is working a strategy. The prayers we're gonna do later, take care of that. Take care of that devil, conquer the devil. So when the devil has influenced somebody, if you are full of faith, if you are following Christ, if you are shining with the light of Christ, the more Christ is visible in you, the more that loved one doesn't want to be around you. And when I first had this happening in my life, my prayers for this person were heartfelt and went on for years. And all along, I was feeling great pain and sorrow and Jesus said to me, as I prayed for relief from the pain, he said to me, now you are feeling a little tiny bit of the pain I feel over this lost soul. The sorrow I feel over this lost soul. Jesus wanted me to feel that so that I could, first of all, be more united to him. And second of all, so that I could share with you, my friend, what the Lord has revealed to me so I could minister to you because I've been through it myself. After many years of understanding, of learning and, and experiencing how God the Father feels over the, the billions of people on this earth who are his beloved children but who are rejecting him, or who are simply closed to receiving his love because they don't understand that his love is there for them. The pain that the father feels is the pain of a parent, the pain that I felt, and and it's, it's something that the Lord finally said to me that the time had come when he was going to turn my sorrow to joy. But it wasn't the way I had hoped. It wasn't in yet the answer to my prayers. It was in God's divine supernatural help, giving me supernatural joy. In my prayer one day, I heard the Father say to me, it is good. And he was referring to the goodness of what God is doing that I can't see yet in what I was praying for, in who I was praying for. And he was also saying it is good that right now this person isn't in your life because it would be a great distraction and and the enemy who is involved in keeping us separated would be much more in my face. And I, I've got more important things to do that the Lord wants me to focus on. And when he said the words, it is good, supernaturally something came over me where I felt totally in joy and in a sort of, I don't know how to put it, but let me try to describe it, a, uh, a sorrow and a yearning that keeps me praying for this person, uh, that keeps me in touch with God's pain and sorrow, but God does not want us to be consumed by this sorrow. I was filled with a kind of a, a peace that 
It's a joyful peace. It, you know, it's a combination of these two. I don't think there's an English word to describe what this feeling is. But it's a kind of, of knowing that God is taking care of things, knowing that he has a plan, and I'm just to, to rest in that and, and live in the joy of God. I mean, he just gave me the supernatural joy, and this was years ago, and I am still in this state of peaceful joy. Why, you know, it's a joy that while you still have sorrow, you have peace and you have joy. And this is something that Satan cannot steal from you because it's a supernatural grace that God wants to give to you as well as he gave it to me. When you feel discouraged that the people you are praying for, your prayers aren't being answered, the discouragement comes from the devil, not from God. If you feel worried, that's from the devil, not from God. If you feel consumed by sorrow and, and you can't find joy anywhere in your life, if you're consumed by anger, if you're consumed by hurt, that's not the way God wants you to live. And one of the best ways we can defeat what the devil is doing to us is to rebel against the devil. We never rebel against God, but we rebel against the devil. We do the opposite of what the devil wants us to do. If we feel discouraged or hopeless, we feel like the situation is hopeless, or if we feel or we get the message in our head that our prayers don't make a difference and will never make a difference, that's from the devil. And a good prayer to pray against that is a simple prayer of renunciation. In the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce discouragement or whatever it is that you're feeling at that moment that is not of the Lord. The pain and sorrow that you feel that is of the Lord is something that makes you feel connected to Christ. Anything else is not of God. And when Christ connects you to his passion, he also connects you to his resurrection. He also connects you to his future second coming when all evil is destroyed. And he connects you to the grace of God the Father who wants to say to you too, it is good. Do not worry. It is my will that none of the people that you're praying for will be lost. Your prayers someday will make such a difference. And my friend, I, I know that's what the Lord is saying to you. I don't know if you'll see it happen in your lifetime but you will see it. You might be in heaven when it happens. You might die and become a patron saint for the loved one that you're praying for. And your prayers will be even more powerful because you're praying from the throne of God. But right now, your prayers are also powerful now. The Lord told me one time a long time ago that when I asked him about, you know, should I keep praying for this person every day? Or should I just say, okay, I've prayed and, and it's up to you now, Lord, and forget about it. The Lord said, no, keep praying. Because persistence in prayer is a battle tactic against the devil. And he said, think of it this way. It's like a piggy bank. Every prayer is a gold coin you put into this bank. And the more gold coins you put into it, the bigger this piggy bank becomes. And... 
there is no there's no limit to the size of this piggy bank and when it is time to crash through to break through into this person's life this piggy bank will be broken and the more you've been praying the bigger the graces will be that fall upon this person keep that in mind as you pray no prayer is wasted but don't let the devil discourage you don't let the devil make you feel impatient which is a normal human feeling but in Christ you have your hope and there is no reason to give up on the hope because it comes from God himself. I told you that I was going to share some prayers with you, some very powerful prayers that can help in this situation. And I recommend that you go to my website, the Good News Ministries website, gnm.org, GNM stands for Good News Ministries, and download these prayers so that you can write, you know, print them out and write on them the names of the people for whom you are praying. You can find these prayers by looking at the prayer menu that you'll find on the Good News Ministries website. Go to the prayer index and you will see it and many other prayers listed as well. There's prayers for parents, for example, there. Uh, but these particular ones are, I find, especially powerful. I, I shouldn't say I find. They've been told to us by Jesus himself that they are especially powerful. The first one that I would like to share with you, I'm just going to teach you about it. And uh, we're not going to pray it together right now because it takes too long. You use the rosary beads to pray this. And, uh, and it's, it's something that I'll explain to you, but do it on your own time meditatively. It's called the Rosary of Liberation. And the way that I provide it through my website, the, the download that you can get there, I start this prayer with, and, and you can get this prayer of liberation off of other websites as well. It actually comes from uh, Brazil. But I start it with a daily offering of sufferings and service. Because whenever we pray, we are offering up the pains that we are feeling. And you can make these prayers even more powerful by remembering that you're offering it more than just words. So this prayer that I recommend that you always start with goes like this. Pray it now with me in your heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in thanksgiving for your goodness to me and in reparation for my sins, I offer to you, Father God, all of my day today, especially my pains and other sufferings, the challenges and trials that I face, my work, my service to others, my resistance of temptations, and my joys and blessings for the sake of, and now you fill in the blank of the person that you're praying this for, that you're offering up your pains for, your sufferings, and these prayers. And then the Rosary of Liberation begins 
as many of these prayers do, just like the rosary, it begins with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, and yeah, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the Holy Spirit, and so forth. Because, And you need to do these prayers out loud because this is spiritual warfare. And you need to make it clear to any demons who are listening or demons who, who are attached to the people for whom you are praying that you are making these prayers out of faith out of belonging to God the Father and belonging to Jesus Christ and belonging to the Holy Spirit. You are praying in the name of God the Father and the Holy Spirit and, and, and Jesus Christ himself. Praying the creed before these prayers is a statement of faith that puts you in a state of grace that makes your prayers more powerful. Speaking of being in a state of grace, if you need to go to confession first to get rid of, you know, to repent of your own sins. That will make your prayers much more powerful. If you can go to daily mass before doing your daily prayers and use the penitential rite to begin the healing process for your own soul, begin the healing of, of from your own sins, and then, of course, Mass provides more than just the repentance in the penitential rite. It includes, you know, prayers that lead up to the Holy Eucharist and being united to the Holy Eucharist. Being united to God completely and fully in a state of grace. That's what the Mass will do. So if you can do these prayers after Mass, you will increase your prayer power. Or I should say God will increase your prayer power but you will have taken steps to open yourself to that. So then after doing the Apostles' Creed in the Rosary of Liberation, on each bead of the Rosary, on the first bead, the single bead, before the decade of beads, you pray, if the Lord sets so-and-so, whoever is the person you're praying for, I'll just, to use an example here, I'll just use the name John. If the Lord sets John free, John will be free indeed. And then you say these four prayers on each of the ten beads of the decade. Jesus, have mercy on John. Jesus, heal John. Jesus, save John. Jesus, free John. And you do that for all five decades of the rosary. And then at the end, you do the Hail Holy Queen prayer, just like you would in the rosary. Now, the next prayer I would like to share with you is the prayer of authority. This is where you totally... Put the devil in his place for the person that you are praying for. You are making God's victory over the devil happen in the life of the person that you are praying for. And so the prayer goes like this. Pray it with me in your heart. Name the person. And there's a couple of blanks to fill where you name the person for whom you are praying but think of this person right now and pray with me. In the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior and my Lord, I take authority and I bind all powers and forces in the air, in the ground, in the water, in the underground, in the netherworld, in nature, and in fire. Jesus, you are the Lord over the entire universe, and I give you the glory for your creation. In your name, I bind any demonic forces that have come against, fill in the blank, and our family. 
and I seal all of us in the protection of your precious blood that was shed for us on the cross. Mary, our mother, I seek your protection and intercession with the sacred heart of Jesus for, fill in the blank, and our family. Surround us with your mantle of love to discourage the enemy. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for, fill in the blank, and all of us sinners, now and at the hour of our deaths. Amen. St. Michael and our guardian angels come defend us and our family in battle against all the evil ones that roam the earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior and my Lord, I bind and command all the powers and forces of evil to depart right now away from, fill in the blank, and our family, our homes, and our lands, and all our properties. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for you are a faithful and compassionate God. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever will be. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. And then... Here's a spiritual surgery prayer that you can add to this. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for blank, that the two-edged sword of the Holy Spirit severs anything that is not of you, Lord Jesus. And I thank you and I praise you, my Lord. Amen. You could do that once every day for this person or use the rosary beads and pray this 50 times a day by, you know, praying this on each bead of the rosary. And one more prayer I would like to share with you. Very, very often, the reason we lose people in our families to the devil, however temporary, I've got to stress, it will be temporary, but there is a demonic curse that is affecting what's going on there have you noticed that there's a pattern in the lifestyle choices that are sinful that the loved ones for whom you are praying have you noticed that there's a pattern in the rest of the family tree a pattern that goes back to your ancestors committing the same sin could be addictions it could be the occult it could be atheism it could be uncontrolled anger and abuse uh, rebellion, but there's usually an inheritance, a, a, a legacy spirit, a, a, a connection to the sins of our ancestors. And this is a prayer that releases our families from ancestral curses. And a curse could be a deliberate spell that has been cast or deliberate words of hatred and anger that's been cast at our family or cast by someone in our family. Family tree could go way back to, to great-great-grandfather, for example. Or it could simply be rebellion against the ways of God. 
that began this curse that's been passed down through the generations. Here's a prayer that will break it. This is a prayer that's been revealed to someone and the I won't go into the details right now. You can download the information with this prayer off the website. But this has been revealed by Jesus Christ himself to a mystic of today's times. And Jesus said that to really make this effective, make a commitment to pray this for 144 days. Let's pray this prayer together now. Eternal Father, you are the only immortal God. Eternal Father, you are the only immortal God. God who is love, merciful and kind. Look at your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and have mercy. I offer you the pains of his scourging at the pillar, his wounds and blood, for all your people who are living under the weight of the curse due to the sins of their ancestors and their disobedience for breaking the covenant they made with you. May you set us free through the scourging of your Son, heal us through his wounds, and save us through his precious blood. Amen. Precious blood of Jesus Christ, release us from curses. Holy wounds of Jesus Christ, heal our wounds. By your scourging, seal us. Amen. And now, let us pray one last prayer. The prayer that I believe is so important that I end each of my podcasts with this. A prayer that is for you. Because the more you pray this prayer, the more you are filled with the Holy Spirit and His power and His grace, His holiness, that makes all the other prayers that you do effective, much more effective. Come Holy Spirit, fill me. Come Holy Spirit, renew me. Come Holy Spirit, anoint me. Come Holy Spirit, purify me. Come Holy Spirit, I want all of your graces. I want all of your gifts your supernatural gifts in my life so that I can live the supernatural life. Come Holy Spirit, purify me so that I may be more effective in this world for you. Come Holy Spirit, you have my permission to change me. Amen. God bless you. You've been listening to Terry Modica of Good News Ministries. For more faith builders or to learn more about this ministry, come visit our website at gnm.org. You'll find online resources and lots more to help you know the Father's love and grow closer to Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Visit gnm.org today.